G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It's great for people to tell you that when you're afraid, God says, do not be afraid. It's great. But, well, when I am afraid, what do I do with that feeling? How how do I make it go away? How do I get back on an even keel? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and thanks so much for joining me again. Today, we're going to be taking another look at the fear that we all go through in life from a different perspective. And please do stick with me because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet. It's called Five Ways to Overcome Fear. And I'd love to send you a free copy to help you live in the peace and the victory that Jesus died and rose again to bring you. Fear is a subject that, frankly, we don't much like talking about. But that's exactly what we're talking about on the program this week. Because fear, fear is something that we all go through. You know when there's that 800-pound gorilla in the room? It's hard. It's incredibly hard to believe that God is bigger than the gorilla. (laughs) Of course he is. But it just doesn't feel like that when that gorilla is so up close. And the hardest thing, I think, in overcoming fear in life is actually getting to that point where we have a high level of confidence in God where we put our confidence and our trust in this God who says, do not be afraid, instead of in the gorilla who's so here and now. Where we put our confidence in who God is, what he's done, his might and his power and his sovereignty. They all sound great in theory. God created the universe. He's all-powerful. Great. That's the theory. But what about in practice? What about when the rubber hits the road? Then what? See, I used to think that it was up to me, and I guess in part it is, but not completely, just as well. You and I, we're human. I can't conjure up confidence. I I can't take this theory about who God is and let the theory wipe away the fear, because fear is real. I, I need something more than just theory. I need more than promises on a piece of paper. Yesterday on the program, we looked at what God had to say to his chosen people, Israel, when they were afraid. They'd lost their promised land. They were slaves in Babylon, in exile. Yeah, God's chosen people. It sort of seemed that God had deserted them. When it feels like the Babylonians, who after all were the dominant world power, well, it felt like they were more powerful than the God of Israel. So God, as we saw yesterday, points out creation to them. The heavens, the trillions of stars, the stars that the Babylonians, by the way, worshipped. He said, I made them. I made the heavens and the earth. Don't you think I can save you from the Babylonians? You see, for the Israelites, the Babylonians were the 800-pound gorilla in the room. It was seemingly impossible. And if it were left up to the Israelites to work up the courage to believe that God would save them from the Babylonians... It was never going to happen. They didn't have that much faith. They were slaves. They were in exile for 70 years. 
No, God had to do something. God had to help them. God had to change their hearts and touch them deep inside. And fortunately, that's exactly what God had planned to do. He didn't want to leave it up to them. And here and now, he doesn't want to leave it up to us either. He wants us to actually experience his peace, not our strength, not some confidence or peace that we wave up with a magic wand, but a peace and a strength that come only from God. Let's pick up the rest of the story. We we began in chapter 40 of Isaiah yesterday, and we'll begin at verse 28. Haven't you known, haven't you heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He doesn't faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Great, there it is again, the theory. But now, watch what comes next. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29, God gives power to the faint. He strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord will renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not be faint. You see the point? The power and the strength, where do they come from? Do I conjure them up? Do I somehow magically work hard enough to be confident? No. God gives power to the faint. God strengthens the powerless. See, even young people will faint and be weary. Even even the strong will fall exhausted. But, and here's the but, here's the glorious, wondrous, powerful but. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not grow faint. You know what it means to wait? When we wait, you know, when we're in a tough place, when we're afraid and scared and, and uncomfortable, you know what we want to do? We want to grumble. We, I've got to tell you, we just want to grumble. God, what are you doing? Why are you letting me go through this? Can't you deal with this? Look at that person over there. They're doing all the wrong things and you're blessing them. We can find so many things to grumble about, can't we? That's not the sort of waiting that God is talking about here, you know. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. You know what that word wait means? It doesn't mean to wait with a bad attitude. It doesn't mean to wait with grumbling in our hearts and on our lips. It means to wait expectantly. To wait on God with the expectation that he is who he says he is, that he will do what he says he's going to do. To wait there right in the middle of our fear with the 800-pound gorilla in the room and say, you know something? I I can't do anything about my slavery in Babylon. I can't overthrow the Babylonians. I I can't do anything. And and God seems like a million miles away. But I'm just going to wait here expecting God to do something. Expecting God to show up. I know other people would tell me I'm a fool for doing that. I know it's not rational. I know it's not logical. But God's word says that those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not grow faint. Right with our emotions on that roller coaster ride, with our enemies around us, with our hearts cast down, to wait with an expectation somewhere deep inside that God's going to act, that God's going to show up. And you know, 
I've been in those places so many times. And it invariably doesn't feel good. It's, it's easy to listen to some guy with a smooth voice on the radio and think, well, it's okay for him. You know, he's in a nice, safe radio studio and, and it's nice and clean and clinical and, and what does he know? Now, I've been in those tough places. I, I've wept over this scripture and waited and it never feels wonderful and spiritual and it always feels hard. But God means to do what he says he's going to do. Who knows? Will God give us victory over our enemies or not? I don't know. More Christians have been martyred in the 20th century than in the 2,000 years before that combined. We all die sometime. Is he going to deal with this cancer or let it take its course? I don't know. But this one thing I know. God is saying, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. God gives us his peace and his strength when we wait expectantly on him doesn't matter how big or ugly or bad the enemy is. doesn't matter how fearful we are. Why? Because he gives us his peace. That's the promise. My friend, do not be afraid. Let your confidence rest on God himself and then let him do the rest. Like it or not, life doesn't always go the way we planned or hoped. And those difficult times can be fearful times. We each go through patches where we're gripped with fear and some people, even those who believe in Jesus, sad to say, live with chronic fear. Wherever you're at in your life, I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Five Ways to Overcome Fear and it's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you live in the peace and the victory that Jesus died and rose again to bring you. In fact, at the end of each chapter, you'll find some life application questions to help you think through and apply God's Word right into the realities of your life. You can request your free copy of this booklet right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your free booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.